It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Charles Duke is currently Managing Director Americas for the French Dairy Board. He also oversees the French Cheese Board, a retail and event space for promoting French cheeses in New York. Charles is a member of the Order of Agricultural Merit, an an order bestowed by the French Republic for outstanding contribution to agriculture and an inductee to the International Cheese Guild. He's fluent in four languages, especially in cheese. And he's joining me today to talk about, gosh, one of my favorite foods on the planet. Charles, welcome to Amy's Table. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. Well, first of all, dream job. How did you land in this incredible career? Oh, it's been a it's been a 25 year career. Um, I started working in the food industry when I got out of college, and I fell in love with it and been working with it ever since. And um, luckily, I fell into many French companies, and gradually I evolved to work a lot with uh, with cheese producers. And uh, here I am. Oh well, you're you've landed in a good spot, and it seems like our understanding here in the U.S. of cheese is growing. By leaps and bounds, especially our our palate is increasing for what we're willing to try and taste and buy. But it's still uncharted waters for a lot of people, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think um, you know cheese, both imported and, and and produced domestically, has exploded in the past twenty years, and consumers are very adventurous. Uh, you see it in the selection of supermarkets, uh, the the abundance of uh, cheese shops in different cities around the country. So there's definitely an interest, and it's been the number one product in the specialty food industry for uh, almost 20 years now. That's fantastic. Well, you know, we in Cincinnati are often just a little behind. I mean, we're catching up, but we're often a little behind. But we recently um, had the addition of just a gorgeous little cheese shop in Over the Rhine called The Rind. And she has just a beautiful selection and is really doing great things to promote cheese in this area. I've been there. Have you? Isn't it great? Yes, yes oh. I love it. It was great. Yeah. Oh, good. I was good. there last year. And yeah. I'm going again this year, actually. Oh, good. Well, when you go, you'll have to tell me. I'll peek in and see you. Um, oh, that'd be great, yeah. Well, so if somebody wants to create a, a selection of cheeses for a couple of reasons, maybe we can lump them all into one reason to entertain, to have friends in and have it be something that they linger over with a beverage. Like anything, you know, you wouldn't want all hard cheeses, or maybe you would. You're the expert. You'll tell me. But, you know, how can you create a really compelling variety that shows the many faces of cheese and seems to make sense together? How would you go about telling someone to put together a beautiful cheese selection? Well, it's um, it's pretty easy, but there are some rules, uh, according to the French, that should be followed. So I would say that, in general, you'd like to have between odd number of cheeses, so between three, five, or seven different cheeses, depending on your the number of guests you're having. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to be able to combine different milk types, different colors, um, different textures, and you always want to start off the board with the mildest cheese and work your way clockwise to the most pungent, which is usually the blue cheese. So we can go about, I sent you a selection of different cheeses uh, last week and Mm -hmm. we can go through those, which touch upon the different families of cheeses and we can put together a nice board and then we'll talk about maybe the accompaniments and, 
and, you know, crackers and nuts and dried fruits, et cetera, that would go great with it. I love this. I love this. So where would we start? All right. So if you want to take a nice, uh, you know, the board could be anything. It could be slate. It could be wood. It could be even, um, you know, plastic. I mean, the idea is to create something nice, something that you already have. And you want to start, let's say, at noon, if you're looking at it as a clock, with the mildest cheese. In this case, we're going to start off with a triple creme, which uh, is a very mild, creamy, lactic cheese. And I think this was one of your favorites. Oh, Charles, to say it was one of my favorites, it it was so (laughs) incredibly delicious. I, I can't even say. And uh, it was fantastic. I'm just delighted to have have eaten it. Let me interrupt for one second, though. When you yeah. said the board could be anything, and uh, if you had your druthers, would you maybe exclude plastic? Like, I think of cheese as, of since it's natural, it just looks so beautiful on natural products like wood or slate yes. or basket. So if somebody was really going out there, I mean, if they only had plastic, that is fine, of course. But would you maybe? Right. Yeah. Okay. Just had to yeah, throw that not, in there. I don't want to limit anybody on what they have at home, but obviously, you know, a nice dark slate board makes the cheese pop out. It looks gorgeous. Uh, wood, different types of wood, different shapes of of boards. There's there's so many options out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would go obviously with wood or, or slate. Those would be my, my first preferences. Yeah. Okay. So the triple cream, back to so my favorite. the triple favorite. cream, you know, it's, yeah, it's melt in your mouth, creaminess, silky. It has a beautiful velvety white rind, which you can eat, no problem. And that's also important to note that, you know, you want to serve the cheese at room temperature in order to have all these characteristics uh, and flavors and aromas when you're presenting the board to your guests. Uh, serving it right out of the fridge is a mistake. You want to take it out of the fridge probably 30 to 40 minutes beforehand. Um, otherwise, you know, cold cheese just doesn't have the same texture or flavor. Yeah, it really locks um, up the, the flavors for sure. Right. So then you want to start you want to start by cutting that cheese, maybe cutting a couple of uh of slices, uh just to allow people to dive in. Some people are pretty hesitant about going in and being the first one to cut the cheese. They're afraid of cutting it the wrong way. So it's great to have it cut already. You want to use different knives for different cheeses too, so you don't mix the flavors and you want to give everybody the the most um, the best quality taste they can have. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you have a blue cheese on the board and you're cutting into the triple creme, it would be a mistake to mix those two cheeses in your mouth at the same time because you wouldn't get the same qualities. Right. Now, the triple cream or triple creme is so soft and oozy, so you're not going to get a nice, sharp, clean cut. Should people just right. feel comfortable with that? <laughs> Yeah, people can feel comfortable. It gets a little runny after a while. And, um, you know, you, I like to serve it either on crackers directly or if not on little wooden spoons or mm, have yeah. a spoon nearby in order to dollop something on a, on a, on a wafer-thin cracker or on a piece of baguette, et cetera. So uh, it does get runny. Yeah, but, oh, but God. no fear. Yeah, and so delicious. Mm, okay. All right, so then moving on, uh, let's go to 2 o'clock, let's say, on the, clock, on the board, and we'll uh, talk about Emmental, which is really the workhorse of cheeses over in France. It's, um, it's a very mild cheese. It's, uh, it's very akin here to Swiss cheese. 
It's, uh, it has the holes. It has, we call them the eyes. It's a uh, press-cooked cheese, a hard texture. And people in France really use it as, as a grating cheese to put on pasta. They also use it a lot in sandwiches. And here it's sold in either big square blocks or if not on slices. But that's a great one also because uh, the one coming from France is very nutty. It has a nice texture. It has a nice flavor. And it's not at all, you know, too pungent for uh, for our American palate right now. I love this. Well, Charles, these cheeses are so beautiful. Where do you recommend? I mean, I know we talked about the lovely little shop here in Cincinnati, but where do you recommend that people is is good cheese available to them? Good French cheese available to them at the grocery store? At where where do you suggest we shop? I'm you know I'm pretty surprised and, and happy to be surprised at the the level of uh, of the offering at supermarkets around the country. They really stepped up their game. The the cheese buyers are very knowledgeable, and you can get quite a selection at supermarkets. Uh, other than that, obviously cheese shops. One thing I'd like to point out is that the the, the French Dairy Board has started an initiative with um, with the European Union to promote and market and talk about these cheeses. And we're actually going to be in Cincinnati this summer because we are one of the official sponsor of the U.S. Open Series. Fantastic. So, yeah, so we're going to be out there, and I invite all of the people in Cincinnati to come out and see us uh, at the, uh, the fairgrounds there mm-hmm. to taste and sample all these cheeses. We're going to be there the entire two weeks of the event, and so there'll be a lot of cheese to try. Very nice. Well, we will have to try and definitely we'll we'll help promote that for you and, and love to have a chance to meet you when you're in town for this. That's great. So let's leave on this. Um, let's say you have lots of little bits and bobs of cheese left. You mentioned the Mimolette and Mac and, you know, how beautiful that would be. But is it Mimolette, Mimolette? Did I say it wrong? Mimolette. No, you said it right. Mimolette, yeah. yeah. Um, would you ever combine a bunch of ends of cheeses into a mac and cheese or into a dip or into a... Do you think there's a time when very different cheeses can be lumped together? Definitely. I think that's a great idea, especially for a mac and cheese for a dip. Those are two very easy ways to create something uh, that's uh, you know has a new flavor, that's going to surprise everybody at the table. Um, and that's going to elevate something like you know mac and cheese to a whole new level. Yeah, I that's sort of my clean out the cheese tray <laughs> recipe, and my kids will be like, "Oh, mom, this is so good!" And I'll say, it's "Good, fun. enjoy it. You're never going to taste it again. It will never recreate this exact It'll thing never again." Be the same combination. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Charles good. Duke, thank you so much for joining us today on Amy's Table. Love this cheese primer. I'll make sure to get it all on Amy's Table on WKRQ.com. And Charles, thank you for this little, little taste of cheese. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q!